I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been successful in life? Apparently, we are live. A little different than normal. We don't have the, the glossy production values. Um, I'm sad to say that uh, Sean is in fact deceased. Uh, the Oilers did it. They'll they do killed it. him last night. Uh, they did it to the 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 poor kid that came out to their playoff games, and it was like you remember basketball, where he's like, "Yeah, are you gonna hit like three home runs for me, Coop?" Uh, and that kid was like, "Are you gonna win a playoff series for me, Oilers?" <laughs> uh, and then if I, if you don't, I'm gonna die. And then died, and now they did the same thing to Sean in the season opener. Wesley, you're here though in spirit, I assume. No, there's no corporeal form happening here. How are you? Yeah, I mean, no more, um, no more grow room. I got out of the grow room. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the other room now. Yeah, finally, finally got the old, the old PC together. Um, still haven't purchased a, a webcam though, so no, uh, no cam on the old, the old, uh, redneck here, but you do get to hear the, the sultry sound of, uh, of this dulcet tones. Yeah. Yeah, uh, doing good, man. Glad glad to be back. Uh been off a couple of weeks, few weeks uh from the show. Um yeah, I have I have like kind of become a a quasi Oilers hockey fan over the past couple of years and yeah. man, I do not know how I, I guess I do because I've been a Browns fan for like 25 years too, so I can I can kind of understand it, but Man, to have like maybe the most talented hockey player ever, and then like another dude that's probably a top five top hockey five. player in the world, and to just that to blow that series last year still is is pretty disgusting. But man, to open to open the year like they did is I know you know shout out to our boy uh, James Lynch, uh, big uh, big Vancouver fan, so uh, I think he was enjoying it, and then. Um, yeah, I mean a bow just went crazy last night. So it's it's never a bad thing when a when a bow goes crazy. But um I know our foe? bow for foe. Yeah, I mean that was that was some Bo Jackson level type stuff last night. Uh bow you know go. our our boy um you know our boy uh, Alex Moretto that that does a little hockey show uh he uh he he tweeted the the real bow our our bow that uh the old uh, McDavid uh Rocket prices might might go up a little bit here in the next couple of days with uh with uh, with old, uh, yeah Austin here. Matthews That's and the then then uh the old Bo on Vancouver scoring four so uh yeah yeah, yeah I don't think there's uh, too much concern that uh, Brobo is uh, <laughs> is going to beat uh, McDavid in the the Rocket but Matthews getting out to a hot start could give us a very nice price so uh, and just bringing it all back to the beginning here uh you sound fantastic uh, i'm not sure if it's because i'm not distracted looking at you but you, you sound great i'm sure that the people are enjoying it 
Uh, well, I mean, I, I told you before the show, I did, I did go out and, and buy some good equipment. I just, I'm, I'm too stupid to make it all work properly. How huh? <laughs> I wanted to. So, uh, hopefully it, it, it sounds decent. Sounds decent. I'm more of a podcast guy anyway. <laughs> so this is, it's up my alley. Um, and that allows me to move over to the other tabs and talk about the fights that happened, fights that are going to happen, uh, the bets we won, the bets we lost, the bets we cried about. Um, but before all of that, Wes, Ooh. great news. There, maybe? No, no, it, it's going to be <laughs> great news. Um, maybe not everybody is going to be roided up under the new system. But we got some uh, USADA's out. Some bullshit is coming in that the UFC is overseeing or, I don't know, a third party that's probably just the UFC behind 16 shell companies. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there's going to be some steroids happening. I mean, it's it's wonderful. It's the best news I've heard in years. How do you feel about this? Well, I mean, if anybody's fucking listened or... Followed my Twitter for years. Uh, you know, and I look, I'm not like necessarily like pro like fucking horse roids or anything. I just, I, I think this whole thing was a sham. You know what I'm saying? And if you had the resources to get by this shit, you could get by this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just hurt, it hurt, it, it more hurt the, the poor fighters with no resources to get the good drugs. Those are the ones that got caught. Um, yeah. one thing that or stuck out to me. Fighters. Yeah, or just the, it, yeah, the dummies. One, the thing that stuck out to me most about this little press conference is they said they're gonna, well, I mean, they're gonna look at everything. Like it's not gonna be the same level of enforcement and shit anymore. It's impossible to, but, uh, talking about giving, a little more pass on using substance substances scientifically proven to help the recovery process from devastating injuries. That's huge. That's important. Though those are the that's where I think we're we're lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like you should be able to go out and find those methods that are like those things aren't necessarily going to harm you in the long run. They're not giving you a performance enhancing if that's how you feel about a clean sport, it's not taking it into the cage. It's healing from injury. It's healing from wear and tear and shit. I've mm-hmm. always been perfectly fine with that. Um, I really don't give a fuck personally. Like I don't care what guys fighting in a cage are doing me personally. You know what I'm saying? So, like there's, there's so many things. I haven't really listened to the arguments that people have for being like, Oh no, like, I don't know, fighter safety or something like this isn't Rocky four where Drago starts injecting drugs and his punch power <laughs> goes up to 9 billion. Yeah. Like that's not how it works in real life. Most of the stuff that people is using, uh, people are going to be using are a stupid shit, like cosmetic shit. Like, you know, fat Tim Sylvia used to use back in the day because he didn't want to be so fat. Uh, and B, Things that are going to help them train longer, train quicker after injuries, train harder. And honestly, that's going to result in better fights. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, can't, you can't sit here and watch this sport for years and claim that you're concerned about fighter safety. 
Like, it's, it's really, just, it's really a joke, ain't it? It's an yeah. absolute joke to to get on that kind of soapbox. It really is. <laughs> and even more so, us who bet on this shit. Like, I'll be honest, I don't really care about fighters' health and safety in the long term. Would I prefer if it is taken care of and they're looked after and all that stuff? Yes, but if they're not, I'm well, still watching. I'm not going to lose any yeah. I watch it for the violence. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I do care about that, me personally, but it's not happening now. And, well, it's not happening now, and none of us have and stopped it's not stopping this you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I can't be like that almighty dude that says i'm gonna stop watching mma if they don't start paying them more because it's just not my place that if though if i just tweeted about it, if they're dumb enough to where they won't fight for their rights like i'm not gonna fucking try to you know boycott some shit because you won't fight for your rights uh, uh, of a fighter and paying shit um yep. i mean the 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 main thing to me about, about the u.s the usada is just all the shenanigans like Luke, Luke Thomas has talked a, a lot about it on and on for years. Um, the, just look at the shit with Josh Barnett, the shit with John Jones, the shit with Tom Lawler. I mean, they did Tom Lawler dirty. That man lost two years of his career was pretty much done after he lost two years there. Um, on top of it, all the shit about them showing up like before weigh-ins and drawing blood off a guy's cut and weight. That shit is nonsense. And I, I get like, you have to do like very stringent shit, whereabout type stuff when you want to be like, have it like legitimate because if it's going to be like in the Olympics or something like that. But like, like oh boy said, Novitsky even said in this press conference today, most most everyday sports, the Olympic level testing doesn't work for them. It's different. Like they they compete way too much. You know what I'm saying? To have the type of stringent testing that Olympic athletes do. Uh, Olympic athletes are competing small amounts of time at certain times. Um, it just doesn't work for like MMA and even other sports. Um, I mean, I, I'm glad to see USA USA uh, Diego. Um, Look, if, if you are one of those people that think everybody should fight clean, like I, I'm not, I'm not knocking you for that, but please don't pretend like certain guys could get away with it and other guys couldn't. We, we just watched why this all just went up in smoke is because they wanted Conor McGregor to be able to get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Like don't, don't pretend like Connor isn't juiced out of his mind. We all see <laughs> what that guy looks like. Now he's absolutely juiced out of his fucking head. And they wanted a, an exception to be made for Connor great Connor because he makes fucking boatloads of money. Um, and everybody, like, even the people that are, like, clean sport and this, they want to see Connor fight. They all are like, why isn't this fight being made? Why ain't Chandler and him fighting and stuff? There's just so much contradiction going back from the people on both sides of it. And USADA as, a, as an organization and shit are just, they're clowns. I'm glad to see them go. If the, if the UFC wants to try to put something else in, I know they're talking about that, the, the one people that, um, they do the NCAA's testing and some other people's testing. You're going to get away with it. it you're you're not going to be able – the way they do it, you're not going to be able to stop all of it. And like I, I said before, maybe it's a little problem that guys are shooting horse roids fucking in the back walking into the cage. 
But when they're using most of this shit, like we just talked about, most of this shit is used for recovery. It truly is. It's to be able to, to be back in training more, to train longer, to train harder. That gives you a better sport. And, and if there's, like they said, if there's things out in the world now with the scientific fucking discoveries and, and progression we've made, if there's things that can heal guys from like devastating knee injuries and shit, like you, you couldn't do stem cell, stem, stem cells here for years. You had to go down to like Mexico or travel to Germany or some shit like that. To, and they were proven to literally be a medical fucking breakthrough to, to heal fucking injuries. We didn't allow that here. That's still not allowed in like testing protocols and shit to use stem cells to heal injuries. That's moronic. That is fucking stupid. That shit doesn't hurt you. It doesn't give you a competitive advantage whatsoever, but it was, it was banned. Uh, same thing with like, uh, the IVs. <laughs> weed. Look how long it took them to get weed. Uh, the IVs, like after weight cuts, yeah. not being able to take a fucking IV, IV bag. What are we doing? That's all that yeah. is, is fucking hydrating a dude to not fucking have his brain bouncing against his skull. Like guys are going to cut that much weight regardless of if you give them IVs or not. So you might as well give them IVs. Let them rehydrate. There's just things like that that was so ass backwards that. We're never going to change with, with USADA. And, you know, me, me, my, my main, like I said, my main problem with them was how they treated the fighters. And then like the, the shit with like tainted supplements and shit like that, that we know happens. And, and we know like, uh, the shit like John Jones got popped for the tainted shit that they have. Some of that shit can stay in your system for your life. It never goes away. So, like, if you test for it, once you never have it in your body again, it doesn't matter. It's going to pop up. You could get these uh, positive, negative tests and shit. It's just a shit show, man. I think we, we're we just all – we don't have, like – I don't know. Uh, me and you are kind of on the same pace where we're like, let these dudes do whatever because they're going to do it anyway. The ones with money are going to get around the testing. The ones that don't have money and the ones that are just stupid are going to get caught. And that's just fucking stupid. Yeah. There you go. Well said. And it, uh, if you don't want steroids in the sport, stop watching now because they're they're about to come back more than they are in every now. sport. They they like, are, man. They really and are. And if they're not like steroids, steroids, it's something else. That's probably yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's it's not what it used to be, man. Like even the days of Victor Conti and the shit that that guy came up with, we are levels beyond that now. I mean, we're so far beyond that. What Victor Conte was doing 15 years ago with Barry Bonds and shit. Like we're way beyond that shit. It's just a different world, man. But like, I'm not going to knock somebody that says I want a clean MMA sport. Well, guess what? It, it's not clean. It's never going to be clean. And if you feel that strongly about it, stop watching. But literally you should not watch it if that's how you feel about it. Period. Yep. yep. You're not a realistic person. Anyway, that was fun. But we're going to move on to some other stuff that's fun. I mean, normally we just go bottom up, but we got to start main event here. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. All right. Uh, <laughs> finally got that fraud, Grant Dawson. Um, it was a long time. It was not how I expected it to go. It was a long time coming. It was a bunch of money lost. Probably not enough made back on this one just because of the way I played it. But damn, it felt good. Wes, King Bobby Green. I mean, 
apt after this performance. He can be the king of, I don't know, Kansas City or wherever the fuck Dawson's from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we've, uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about, about Grant Dawson's abilities, but the chin has just been a little questionable, man. It's, it's just, Look, Bobby hit, hit him with a clean shot that I don't think he saw, but man, it was just a little straight left jab, bro. And, and it was also Bobby Green. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> they, they can't knock out Tony Ferguson. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, man, uh, uh, plus 400, plus 425, something like that. Um, look, I thought the line was kind of crazy anyway. Uh, never, never saw it going like that. Um, I, I think that we're going to, we're going to get it. Bobby's going to get a step up though. And we're, we're going to get a dumb price to fade Bobby green and his next fight or, or very soon because Bobby green is still Bobby green. He's going to do dumb shit. He's going to fuck up. Uh, but this was a good one. Uh, Grant Dawson was, he was ripe. We, we planted him a while back and, uh, it's nothing like harvesting a, a nice. Yeah. Took, took a little a bit. Worth it. Yeah. Very worth it. Um, yeah, Bobby Green has like simple rules. If he's a big dog, he doesn't get blown out by dudes. Um, I know the one exception was the, the mac and cheese. Uh, but that was what two weeks after another fight and he was obviously just there for another paycheck. Um, which good on him because get through those contracts faster, get that, that Reebok money, the, the bank breaking Reebok money faster. Um, <laughs> Or but, yeah, he doesn't get blown out in fights. If he's a big dog, he's probably a good bet. If he's a favorite, yep. he's Bobby Green and he's a huge fucking flake. He's probably a terrible bet. So It happens every time. It literally, look at Bobby Green's career. It has happened time and time again to where Bobby gets a decent win and shit. He's minus 300 against somebody he should absolutely beat, and he does Bobby Green shit every time, man. He's 14 times in his career. 14 times, yeah. I mean – Get it while you can, Bobby, because here before too yeah. long, you're gonna, you're gonna be replaced by a fucking 12 and 12 contender series guy on the <laughs> roster. Like it's, it's coming very soon. Damn right. They, they signed like 50 people off contender series this year. It's literally like, uh, what is it like? You've 20... already got a contract if you, if you win. Some of the losers got contracts this year. I know. <laughs> 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 they, what was the? I saw the one guy, um, the dude from Peru that just Peru. got one. They got the shit beat out of him, but since he Wait, didn't no, get knocked he, out, he, he was Bolivian. Bolivia, yeah, it was Bolivian. Bolivian. Yeah. Dude, the 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 dude is literally such a. He the airport was packed when this dude got back. He lost the fight, but got a contract. So it was like uh, he won the World Cup. Like literally, they, the the airport's packed. They got signs and shit. It's like hundreds of people. I'm like, this dude lost the fight, bro. Like, Love it. That's where we're at. That's where we're um, at. I was just try- looking through Bobby Green's record, trying to find uh, how much he made recently, and the the. Most recent one that I could find is uh, he was on a 36 and 36 contract when he fought Clay Guida back in 2020. And for him, I think that was like almost 10 fights ago. So he's probably on like, I don't know, 60, 60, something like that now, maybe. Yeah. So 
get paid, I guess. Not, not, not too bad, but Jesus, like that dude just main evented a UFC event and is making mm-hmm. what are 50 and 50, 60 and 60. That's, uh, that's good by UFC standards, I guess. We'll say that. All right, let's run through the rest of these uh, very quickly. J.J. Aldrich, unanimous decision over Montana De La Rosa. Orichi Lang, unanimous decision over Johnny Munoz. Vanessa Demopoulos, stripper victory over Kanako Murata, unanimous decision. Nate Manas, I didn't end up betting him. Even Sean bet and he won. Uh, plus 200 end yep. up here. Uh, first round TKO over Mateus Mendoza. Carolina Kovalkiewicz, unanimous decision over the Belbita Breakfast Biscuits. Those were the prelims, Wes. Thoughts on anything there? Um, yeah, the, the Demopolis decision was one of those horrid decisions again. Um, had a little, had a little Nate man ass, uh, plus, plus 215, I believe. Not, not a bad spot there. Nice. Uh, had a little Carolina, um, you, you uh, did like that one. You mentioned that one. Like, I parlayed yeah. Yeah. I, I her early on because she was like minus 145 or something like that. I put her with, uh, with the, the handsome, the handsomest ever uh, a little later mm-hmm. on the card. But man, she ended up getting down to like minus 130 or something like that, minus 125 before the fight. So added some more. That was just a crazy, crazy line, I thought. So yeah, not, not too bad on the prelims. Um, I think the only bet that I ended up on the prelims was the dog walk parlay, uh, which was the <laughs> over in Aldrich, Demopolis, and Carolina fights. Easiest money Easy. you've ever seen. Easy. Uh, plus 115. Didn't watch a minute of it. Love it. Um, main card. Bill Aljail, unanimous decision over Alexander Hernandez. Uh, I guess no longer leader of the free world. He's He's out. He's jail. Uh, Drew Dober. First round. TKO. <laughs> over Ricky Glenn. Um, whew, that was, that was a beatdown. That was, uh, that was, I mean, not fun for Ricky Glenn and his family and his corner, <laughs> but it was kind of fun for the rest of us to watch. Uh, welterweight division. Joaquin Buckley, unanimous decision over Alex Morono. And the co-main event, Joe Pfeiffer, arm triangle in the second round over Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. I was dumb on this one. I put 25 bucks on uh, on, uh, Al-Hassan round one. Um, It was like plus 900. But then I put ten bucks on Piper's submission round two, which was twenty six. So that was that was all right. But yeah. I didn't post it, so I'm a fraud. <laughs> um, so they're actually going to take the money out of my account because <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't post it. So that's how it works, folks. Wesley, thoughts on those? Yeah, um, the the Algio Hernandez fight, I. It didn't necessarily go. I, I thought it was going to go like uh, Algio 
kept a decent pace, but fought a lot more distance than I than I thought he was going to. It worked. I can see why he, why he did. Uh, he pieced Hernandez up pretty good until like the last round, which is kind of wild. Like Hernandez, I think maybe won the the third round. Um, I had the under in that fight. Uh, I I just thought Algio was going to put a way more more pace on Hernandez and and um. Uh, would tire him out or Hernandez would catch him early. And Algio's chin held up, man. Hernandez clocked him a couple times, man. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what to think about Algio. I think he's, think he's decent. I just, I feel like he's a guy that once he steps up that elite level of competition, he's just, he's going to get out athlete and shit. It's just, he, he's kind of got a ceiling, but yeah, Hernandez is just, he is what he is, man. Um, if he don't clock you early, he, he's probably going to lose. Uh, closer decision. So, uh, Dober's the, the baddest dude on the planet. Like, <laughs> like le- legit, like there's few, there's a few guys that are just like, man, I'm watching that. Like Gagey comes to mind, but Dober's like there, like you're watching a Dober fight. Yeah. That dude is, is murdering somebody or he's probably going to get murdered <laughs> trying to take somebody out. But, um, yeah, I had, had Dober in some parlays, uh, uh, Dober inside the distance, like all, all of that. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, man, I just, I don't like Buckley. I, I don't <laughs> like that dude. There's just something about that guy I don't like. Uh, Morono just went, for like a top 10 opponent or something. Yeah. He, he's out, he's out of his mind, man. Like, hey, give it to him because he's the kind of guy that because he kicked the guy once. Uh, we yeah. might get a decent line if he's fighting a decent person. Yeah, and Morono just—I don't know. I, I bet Morono on this spot. Um, uh, he was—he was over two to one. I, I think you got to take anybody in that area of level of fighter against Buckley at over two to one, and I probably will continue to do that. And probably going to lose a couple more times. Um, I don't know. Morono just see. I, I don't know, man. I guess he is what he is. He did what he usually does. Buckley, Buckley fought okay. Um, I'm going to get Pfeiffer too. I'm going to get that guy. Uh, one of these days, uh, I, the hype on this dude, I just don't, I don't really get it. Like, Alisson is not good. And he was in, he had, he had some spots in this fight. You know what I'm saying? Alisson is a, what, like, 38-year-old, yeah. well-blown-up welterweight who wasn't what, really good at welterweight. He just knocked a couple dudes out very quickly. 12-6 and six now, blown-up welterweight, 38, and Piper still was having some some problems with him in spots. You know, like, not that he was ever, like, out of the fight or anything, but um, I just look – the hype on Piper is getting a little crazy. I think that's just that's all I'll say on that. He is massive as a middleweight now. Cute, yeah. I mean, he's enormous. Look at that's the couple right. of the guys. I I will say the middleweight division is starting to get some just intriguing dudes. Like, of course, we got Bo, but look at Bo Nickel. Look at Joe Piper. Look at the size of these fucking guys at at one eighty five. Man, they're they're fucking, they're massive, man. Uh, yeah, I, I still think Piper is what he is, though, man. Like, he's not, I just, I don't see the, I don't know. I, I don't see where he's just going to break through and be like some some great middleweight or something, though. May, maybe I'm wrong, but when Alassane was 
getting shit off on him and stuff. Maybe he'll improve. You know, the guy hasn't got like elite level training for years and years. Maybe that changes. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that does it for UFC Vegas, whatever that was. Um, so now we can move forward to UFC Vegas, whatever this is. <laughs> um, 82? I don't know. I'm going to say 82. Wow. I don't know if it's, if that's right, but it's close somewhere in there. Anyway, headlining this one, Sadiq Yusuf, Edson Barbosa. Good fight. Featherweight Good fight. flight. Yep. Um, another card where like basically everything is under 155. Um, if they're going to continue doing the Apex cards like this, I kind of, want them to do these lower weight class fighters, kind of make them like old WEC cards. I mean, they can't do anything close to that, but <laughs> that idea. And then just mix in the occasional absolute slop fest because you got to have that every once in a while. I don't know. <laughs> Twelve fights on this one. We're going to kick it off. Women's strawweight division, Ashley Yoder, Emily Ducati. Wes, are you excited about this one? Are you pumped? I mean, one of these chicks is like one in four in her last five. I have no idea how she's getting fights. Hasn't fought in like over two years. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know what Yoder's got on fucking Dana. Uh, the old Ducati bike is, uh, coming off two losses. I just, I don't, there's no side I won this fight. I, I will say that you got an over here that's around minus 325 or so. You need a parlay piece. These chicks are going 15 minutes, like straight up. Fight goes distance is around minus 300. Like they're going 15 minutes. I just, I don't want nothing to do with this fight. I'm going to probably pick the old Ducati bike, um, mainly because Yoder's been off for fucking two years and is shit, but minus 400 is fucking nuts. <laughs> That's the part I, can't get on. Yeah, it's nuts, like, bro. <laughs> she has one win in the UFC against Jessica Penne in 2022, mm. and she's minus 400. Like, I, I know she's like her other fights were against decent competition, but like Angela Hill and Loopy Gunnez are not the top of the division and she lost both of those. So, I mean, she should win because Ashley Yoder is not good, but damn, it's crazy. Just, just crazy price, but yes, over. Also, she's minus 400 and her decision is minus 175. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Bantamweight division, Chris Gutierrez, Alateng Haile, um, another somewhat wide line. Any thoughts here? 
Yeah, I don't have a don't have a, a strong uh, opinion on this fight. Um, I, I will say that the Alatong Lee man um, usually gives a, a a pretty tough out in fights, man. And uh, if if Gutierrez can't like land that that strike that that hurts a dude, um, I mean we've seen his 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 fights lately that he's finished, he's looked good in one was the ghost of fucking Frankie and then the old Dana Batgirl. But, you know, then guys that he can't get out of there, Felipe Corrales, split decision win, uh, lost to Pedro Munoz, different level of fighter, no doubt. Um, I just will say that I, I think this, this line is a, a little bit wide. I'm not rushing out the, to bet O'Alatang, but I mean, Alatang decision is plus 500. I, I think if he does win, I'm not sure he gets Gutierrez out of there. But if this goes 15, I think we could see some kind of fluky fucking cards, some close stuff here. So if I bet anything, it's, it's probably going to be, uh, Alatang, uh, by decision around plus 500. Um, haven't locked, haven't locked it in, haven't locked anything in. Um, just, just a lean, um, if I want a little action, that's that's probably the way I go. Alatang would probably be a pick. I, I just think Gutierrez is all right. I just, man, when he can't get guys out of there, when he doesn't have like a huge striking advantage against them, uh, he can be in some close fights. And Alatang is a tough out. I think he can make his close. I am very much on board with you, and I am probably going to end up with a little play on uh, Alatang. Maybe we'll Ooh. go half money line, half decision. Decisions around plus 500. I think that is a reasonable way for him to win this fight. He's not super high volume. He doesn't have crazy power, but he pretty consistently gets takedowns uh, against everyone that he faces. Um, And Gutierrez kind of consistently gives up takedowns. He throws a lot of kicks. They can get caught and just turn into scrambles, stuff like that. So... Yeah, I think, like, Gutierrez might calf kick him three times and he might be gimping around for the rest of the fight. <laughs> it might be the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, but if that doesn't happen, this is a close fight. Like, Gutierrez is not not great. Um, so I'll, I'll take a little shot on Alateng Haile. Women's Bantamweight division, Irina Alexeva taking on Melissa Dixon. I have not heard of either of these ladies. I'm sure they're tremendous at what they do. Uh, no opinion. Whoever the dog is, that would be my pick. Wes? I, I sort of remember the the arena chick because she did get a knee bar a little bit back. Uh, actually that fight was on my, on my birthday this year, but maybe I'm not remembering that right. Cause That's I'm why sure you I got was, a, a fuzzy memory of it. Yeah. I'm sure I was pretty, pretty hammered. Uh, yeah, I, I will say the, the only thing that I, I'm not touching any side in this fight, I, I have no idea. Uh, but, this is a chick fight with an over two and a half that's in it like around minus one thirty five at some places. And um 
think it's all, always worth kind of looking at um, uh, a total on a women's fight when it's uh, when it's that kind of price. So I might look a little more in, into that. Uh, about the only angle I see on this fight, I just I don't I, I don't think I've ever seen this uh, Melissa Dixon fight. Literally, she's fighting on Aries and shit. I, I know I haven't seen her fight because I don't watch. I watch Aries fighting. <laughs> um, and she was on some other shit called Golden Ticket Fight from, I mean, is this Willy Wonka's fucking backyard fights or what, what are we doing here? Golden Ticket Fight Promotions. Um, yeah, pass. Might, might look, might look at the over if I, if I want some action, but yeah, pass. Uh, yes. Pass. <laughs> um, it's been way too long on it. Lightweight division. Terrence McKinney, something called Brendan Marote. <laughs> Is this, uh, I think this guy might be, uh, looking, Dana looking for a fight guy. Is who this guy is. Um, don't, don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I it's like short. Dana's ever been to the old combat zone. Well, yeah, he, he's, He's one of those, uh, one of those, uh, New England dudes that, that trains up there with those guys. So, you know, Dana's gonna let any bum from up that area get a shot in the UFC. But yeah, th- this has like McKinney destruction written all over it. Uh, props aren't out yet on this fight, but, uh, when they come out, of course, we'll be looking at some McKinney round one, something, see what the price is on it. Uh, Looks like a couple of things are starting to come out. Oh, are they? Oh no, it's one of the errors on Best Fight Odds where it just like populates some bullshit in there. Oh no. Terrible site. Um, yeah, like, I've had pretty decent success flipping back and forth between McKinney round one TKO and round one sub. Uh, so I'll probably look for whichever one's the bigger number here. I would imagine he, like, if he doesn't just sleep somebody immediately, he usually just automatically wrestles them and he's got pretty good back control or back takes and aggressively goes after rear naked chokes. So probably round one sub. If it's plus 200, I would love. I would think that's probably a little uh, hopeful on my part, but I'd take that. Women's Bantamweight Division. Ainera Lisboa taking on Ravenna Oliveira. These sound like <laughs> they're background characters in a Harry Potter book. Is 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 Ravenna Oliveira one of the most Brazilian chick names that you've ever heard in your life? <laughs> That shit's like that's honey Jason. Lisboa isn't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean her nickname's Ty Panther. So I mean it's like, yeah, these are like Brazilian to the core chicks here. Um, yeah, I have uh, I have no opinion on a side in this fight. I I know Lisboa did uh did did get a decent win over uh, Jessica Rose Clark for whatever that's worth nowadays. Uh. Yeah, I mean, this is another one where the where the over is like plus money in this one. I know these chicks got some finishes. Um, 
against some really, really bad fighters. Uh, even outside of Jessica Rose Clark, not that she's great or anything, but man, I'm, I'm talking this chick is subbing one and four, oh and one, zero and zero, zero and zero, zero and zero. I mean, uh, the, the other chick is knocking out and subbing. Uh, eight and five, zero and zero, zero and zero, zero and zero, one and one, oh and one, zero and zero. Like the, the chick she's fought up into her last fight had a combined three fights, three fights, all of them, three fights combined in like 10 chicks. Um, there's a, some over, there's some over one and a halfs out there, like minus 185 or something. Like if you can parlay that in a book that's got them over one and a half and minus 185, 190. That is, that's a great parlay piece, I think, in this fight. I might even look at two and a half at plus money. Like, I, I'm picking up what you're throwing down here. Uh, again, never seen either of them, but if you have a bunch of finishes in women's MMA against fighters with literally zero fights, they don't count. They just, they don't. They, a lot of, the fights that I've seen that fit that description, one of the people does not actually want to be in there. No, and, and they never fight the same way when they actually fight an actual fighter. They never, it's always slower. It's, it's always like, mm-hmm. you know, slowing yourself down and shit. You're not going out there bum rushing and just smoking somebody to like, Usually they're Brazil. They're beating up some fucking papaya sellers on the side of the street that is doing jujitsu to get in shape or some shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the one you said had three total fights. Uh, all of her opponents combined up until her last one, and the other yeah. one is nine. Yeah. So fucking <laughs> wild, bro. And somehow. People think they've seen enough to make the one minus three hundred here. Yeah, that's a she. She sub Jessica Rose Clark, bro. Come on, on ABC. Future OnlyFans model Jessica Rose Clark. I mean, what? She's got tattoos, bro. She has face tats. That's a win, dude. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm on board with the over one and a half if that's a decent price but I'll probably just not bet this yeah. fight. I don't know maybe yep. the uh, the underdog by whatever her split decision price is if it's like 1400 or something yeah, yeah. crazy uh, only place that I really see the over one and a half right now is Bovada anyway and two and a half doesn't matter like plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't yeah. this we'll one to, this one matters because Damage. it's been a while. It's been a, 10 months. It's a long time for no damage. That's you good, know, though. You know how that means, this man's going to be? That means receiving no damage to that applesauce cup. That's what we exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah. back up a little bit. <laughs> um, Darren Elkins, TJ Brown, featherweight division. Banger. Mm-hmm. You know what, honestly, from this point on, this card isn't good, but none of the fights actively repulse me, so step in the right direction. Because they're 155 and below. That's why. 
Like yeah. I we I mentioned it a couple of weeks back. You like you could give me nothing but one one fifty five and sub MMA for the rest of my life, and I wouldn't be mad about it. I, I would not be mad about it. Don't get me wrong, like USADA gone, you know, heavyweights might be a little bit a little <laughs> bit better, but maybe that's they're like, oh man, the heavyweights and the light heavyweights fucking suck. We need to do something <laughs> about this. How can we get rid of Usada? We'll use Connor. Connor, <laughs> Connor's the red herring, but actually we're doing it for the heavyweights and the light heavyweights. We got to get back to the glory divisions. I'm calling it now. Um, yeah, on our show, on our show, start the year, yep. 2024, heavyweight champion, Alistair Overing. Oh, <laughs> Alistair Overing. Give me a line. <laughs> Just give me five bucks on five hundred to one. No doubt. <laughs> um, I I think I think uh, I think TJ Brown is is about to be uh, it's about to be swimming out past the buoys in this fight. Um, I think our I think our boy Damage is is uh is gonna take this this dude into some deep waters, man. Um. Like, look, can, can, can Elkins get fucking smashed out? You know, maybe. I, I know I he's probably, <laughs> he's not going to get one punch by TJ Brown. I'll tell you that fucking much. And if you can't like one punch fucking Elkins and, and get his ass out of there, he's going to be on you. That, that motherfucker's coming forward. He's going to be on you. He's going to be punching. He's going to be grinding you. Um, I think it, when this fight hits the second and third round, um, TJ Brown's gonna, gonna be in some trouble. Um, say what you will about Elkins at this point. Uh, of course he's applesauce fucking cup to me has been for a while now. Uh, but you know what that guy's gonna do. You, you know, he's gonna be in a fight, might have a fucking liquidified fucking skull at this point, but man, that chin is still kind of crazy. The guy can still take a punch, uh, from a guy that's not got big punching power. Um, Man, I don't, I don't know how you don't take a little shot on, on Darren Elkins in this fight. It, and there's some plus 160 sitting out there. I like a little shot on Elkins by sub as well. It's around plus 500. Um, TJ Brown's got some spots, man, to where he's been put in tough fights and that guy gets out of there. You know, you can, you can make TJ Brown one out of a fight. There's ever a guy that's going to make you want to get out of a fight. It's, it's Darren Elkins and, uh, I could see this being on the mat and, TJ Brown giving him a chance to get him out of there and Elkins will take it. So sub it around plus 500. And, uh, I know Brad likes a couple other props that I'm, I'm going to sprinkle on as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Darren Elkins in the spot. Yeah. It's, it's damage time, baby, but reverse way of, of normal, maybe a little received damage early. Um, Brown is, Faster. I don't know that he's stronger. I don't know that he has more power. But he's definitely faster. He'll he'll land early in this fight. But eventually this guy wants to grapple. He's going to want to grapple in a fight with Darren Elkins as a guy who gasses and finds ways to give up subs and, and lose late in fights. So I like Elkins. 
Money line, I grabbed a little bit. It's already at uh, plus 172. I think that is gone. That was over at the, the FanDuel. Uh, they've still got plus 164, which you, you've got the, the duel in Kentucky now, right? We do. We have yeah. the books. So we, we are going to say that uh, plus 164 at FanDuel, widely available. Uh, plus 165 at MGM, apparently, um, which is also widely available, but they hate me. Uh, and don't take a lot of my money. That's going to be the first. You heard that right. The first consensus bet of the week. The, we we came to the conclusion that since our our brother our, rules. our our brother we love him. The ultimate mush of of twenty twenty three though. He's not here tonight, so we're going to double up. We're safe. <laughs> We gotta take advantage while we can. We're gonna double up, bro. Um, I'm also going to play some Elkins round two and Elkins round three. I like maybe sub, uh, specifically because Brown does like to give up subs. We saw against a gassed, overmatched opponent uh, a couple fights back in the um the Argentinian dude at. Wes, did you know that Argentina is cold? Argentina is cold. Yeah, some okay. people even say it's bordering on chili. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. the dad, bro. I'm supposed to be coming up with those. <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody listens to this. You can use it as your own. It's yeah, there's perfect. like seven people is going to hear that. Uh, but yeah, maybe even, uh, take a, a quick peek at whatever the specific round two, round three sub props are, because those will probably be some silly numbers. Uh, the round two and three on their own are already like 10 and 1200. Uh, I think can be books if you can get any money down there, 1600 for round three. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Let's see. We're just going to be sprinkling all around when it comes to, uh, to Elkins, but main bet just is money line plus one sixty. Twelve and twelve and sixteen at Mason Book for two and three sub. Oh, two and three sub. Yeah. yeah. So there's probably better numbers out there. I will that, look while you are talking about this next fight, which is decent little prospect matchup in the bantamweight division. Christian Rodriguez, that dude's my homie, after doing what he did to uh, Leno Jr. <laughs> last time out. He's taken on Cameron Simon. Uh, they were previously scheduled to fight, and Rodriguez withdrew. I don't know why, but that was like three months ago, so I assume he's all healed up if it was an injury. Uh, Simon. Seems to get so angry when he's fighting uh, not white people that he commits all these fouls and stuff. He's South African. I don't know if there's a trend going on here, but oh, there's a trend. Uh, maybe it, maybe a little uh, point deduction in this fight. You can get those now at like plus two thousand, probably less. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see a point deduction by Simon just because of the rage that he feels. Uh, when he I sees. mean, 
<laughs> if it's if it's like ninety percent of the refs in in MMA, no, because you can like grab <laughs> That's a That's why it's plus two thousand. <laughs> it might be missing a zero nowadays because it that shit drives me so crazy. It, you know what I? You know what lot. drives me? What drives me crazy most now is when it's like a blatant cage grab that a ref looks at and they want and they say and sees. They and go, like, don't wow. do that. Huh. Well, they'll say like, like Herb, even Tuesday night, Herb did it to one, but he goes, don't grab the cage, bro. He grabbed the cage. What do you mean? Don't say don't <laughs> grab the cage. You just watched him do it. Like he should literally lose position, something like do something about it. You're warning yeah. him after the fact. Like you get, like you can't, like all right, I'm I'm gonna shoot this guy, but like I'm gonna be warned after the fact, not to fucking shoot this guy. You know, it's fucking stupid, bro. I know people talk about like a a ten or like a half point system for scoring. I wonder if they made point deductions half a point if refs would be more willing to do it, because then one doesn't necessarily decide the fight or, like, take a, a fight that was uh, going to go a certain way and turn it into a draw, which is what they seem to hate with point deductions and 10-8s and all that sort of stuff. Um, but maybe if they made it half a point, they'd be more likely to take a first point. And then if you take a first point, if the guy does it again, which he usually does if he's cheating, you can take another one, and you can actually start to see them add up. Yeah, like... And it's, it's actually, I like, I like your thinking because taking like, say taking a half point is, is that like serious hard warning to where you don't get any more mistakes to where now we don't know how many warnings you get. It just varies. You know what I'm saying? Like one time you might get two, you might get three. This is your hard warning. And then this is your final warning. Well, the half, the half, yeah. And happened after that. Yeah, exactly. And in the half point is almost like this is your final warning. You do it again, you're gonna be You've a lost point. point. I, I like that. I'm I'm even more so like don't even need to take a point if if uh, if uh, if you just grab the cage or up against the cage and a guy is, is pull is pulling on you, put him on the ground, put him in mount, like something like dramatically to change to to penalize you. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna lose the fight necessarily, but put him in a very bad position, you know. I think mount's a little extreme. Let's go half guard. Yeah, just something advantageous for sure. I, I like yeah. that. Um, we just got to do something, man. Like, it it changes fights. Literally, like, dudes are tra- – some dudes want to get on the ground and, and work. One little yeah. sneaky cage grab, man. And I'm – like, you're going to get away with that shit. But when a dude's looking right at it, don't warn him after he just did it. Do something about it, <laughs> you know? Nice. Um, anyway, this is a good fight, but we should break it down. Yeah, should should be fun. Um, yeah, uh, Kristen Rodriguez is on uh, is on, on the Christmas list after uh, after working over that fucking that big jaw. Um, I, I think this is a, a really close fight. Uh, I, I'm I'm still not sure what to think about Same, and I know he he got that win over over Terrence Mitchell. Um, but I mean, I can remember too back him him going in deep with fucking Mana Martinez and shit. So. Um, personally, I just think Rodriguez is a little bit more well-rounded here. I, I think if this is on the mat, Rodriguez is, is very good. We just watched him. You like say what you will about Rosas Jr. The guy's a very good grappler. 
Um, and Rodriguez had zero trouble controlling that guy on the mat. So I don't see why he would have trouble, uh, controlling, uh, Saman on the mat here. Um, on the feet, it's, it's kind of even, man. So de- definitely lean Rodriguez in this, in this spot. Um, I just think it's close, man. Um, the, the lines just creeped up for me personally to where, um, it's a little past what I, I want to, I want to lay on Rodriguez. Um, I think it's up to minus 145 or so right now. Uh, I do like him to win this fight. Uh, maybe might look at him, um, uh, might look at a prop. Um, as of right now, it's a pass. I'm going to watch the line. If I, if Rodriguez can come back down to the minus 130 range, 125 range, probably fire on it. Um, I like him here to, to probably, probably win a decision. I think he can grind out Saman, uh, on the mat. Uh, I was listening to you. I agree you with your pick. Uh, I was looking at some Elkins round props. Uh, bet 365. Uh, Got plus it. 18 for round three. That's, that's not bad. That's, um, that's, uh, that's getting the sprinkle. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, the, the TKO props are sillier than the sub props. Uh, and those are possible, I guess. I mean, sometimes they'll just finish a guy with ground and pound. He's done it before. Um, so anyway, that fight's gone. This fight's happening. I like Christian Rodriguez. Uh, I, I think he is a quality fighter. Uh, we've seen him in a variety of matchups now, uh, mostly against grapplers. Um, I mean, the, the Weems fight, I mean, that dude tried to grapple him too. So I guess it's been all against grapplers. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out here because Simon usually wants to get takedowns. I know he got his one fight against a short notice dude that took him down like five times or whatever. Um, but against Mitchell, he went for takedowns. Against Mana Martinez, he went for takedowns. Uh, back on Contender Series against some guy who was terrible. Um, he even went for takedowns against that dude. And I don't think that is an option for him here. Um, so is he good enough on the feet that he can just beat up Christian Rodriguez? I don't think so. If it turns into a grappling match, is he a better grappler than Jonathan Pierce, who went back and forth Mm -hmm. with Rodriguez up a weight class on short notice, or a better grappler than Leno Jr.? No. Uh, So I like Rodriguez in in a lot of spots in this fight. Uh, I think minus 145 that's still out there is kind of cheap. Uh, I took a little bit just before we started recording because I don't think that is sticking around. I don't think it should stick around. And it's just kind of in the limit of what I will play as a money line favorite um, straight. So Christian Rodriguez is going to be the bet. Um, what did you say the decision prop was? I don't think I... Or did you, did you say? No, I didn't I know you said you like him by decision, but... It is it, plus I don't think it'll be 185. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, it's not, uh, as you can see, it's not tickling my fancy too much. So we're just going to play money line on this one and move on. 130 pound catch weight 
because uh, these guys fought a little while ago, and it was weird, uh, and got stopped a little too soon, but, like, not that soon. If the ref just waited, like, two or three seconds, it probably would have been over. Uh, the chairman, Edgar Chavez, taking on, he's blonde now, so maybe it took a little while for the, the blondness to take effect, uh, but he's, uh, New Bronx camp, blonde, all of their focus right now, cause sadly, Sad. out of, of the fight, uh, and then you've got mac and cheese being a dork. About the Volk coming in as a replacement. He's like, don't use it as an excuse, man. Um, I, oh, I know it's not <laughs> him that's actually sending that tweet. Um, it, it's Ali or like whoever, but oh man, all of them just fucking dorks. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just the worst, mm-hmm. man. I, uh, anyway, um, the chairman taking on Daniel Lacerda. Is it going to be a repeat of what happened last time, Wes? Yeah, I think we we probably probably saw um, about what we needed to see. I think I think uh, rightful favor. You know, um, I think even last time going in, we we thought Lacerda needed to starch him or something to, to win the fight. You know, I mean, that's pretty much the guy's MO. Um, I had bet fight starts round two at some plus money in that fight. Um, I don't know. I actually wasn't hating that spot. Like I know he did get in that, that choke, but up until then, like they weren't doing a whole lot. Um, way more cautious than normal. Yeah. And I mean, that's making me kind of want to go back to that spot in this one. Um, I think we could see even more cautiousness out of Lacerda after the last time, just because he did get like put in that bad spot, whether it got stopped early or not. Like he was in a, in a, in a pretty bad spot there. Um, I don't know if that was going to, going to finish it, but, um, I kind of want to go back to fight starts round two. It is like even money again, plus one Oh five. Um, Probably will take a little of that. I think uh, I think Charles is the rightful fave, though. I, I, I thought he was better going in the last time. I, I thought Lacerda had to had to get a early knockout to to win that fight. I, I still don't think he's going to get that on Charles. Uh, Charles might be decent. Uh, I think he's a rightful favorite. I don't want to lay minus three fifty on him or anything, uh, just for the fact that Lacerda does have. Has some sneaky finishes. It's been a while, but he does have them in the past. But I'll probably take a small bet on that fight starts round two and bet on uh, Blasserta being even more cautious this time since he was put in another bad spot. And the dude's been finished or lost like four or five in a row. So, uh, yeah, fight starts round two. Chara is the pick. I disagree a little bit. I think that uh... – Lucerta tried the whole cautious thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like yeah. my job's on the line. <laughs> it didn't fucking work. He did just didn't do anything. Um, so I think this time he comes out and he goes back, balls to the wall. Uh, the only way that he wins, as you said, is starches him early. Um, and I think that there's some bigger prices this time around 
on Lacerda round one. Last time it was like plus 400. You had to get into like the sub prop or the, the TKO prop, uh, to get a, a nine or 10. Um, but there's a 700 out there right now for round one. I'm probably going to be dumb, you know, through <laughs> 25, 50 bucks on it. Uh, cause his job is on the line again. And that is the only way that he wins this fight. If it gets out of the first round, uh, as Wes thinks it does, he's fucked. He's probably mm-hmm. getting stopped in the second. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I think it should be a, a little bit of chaos for however long it lasts. Moving on up, the only fight above the lightweight on this entire card. Michel Patera taking on Andre Petrosky. Um, weird kind of middleweight fight, but I guess, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. Yeah, um, well, Pereira's kind of had some canceled fights here over the past few months. Uh, dude, dude's been off for, what, about a year and a half now. A lot of canceled fights lately. Um, I feel like this is like a short notice one too, I, I believe. Yeah, it's um, supposed to be, uh, the Barry U. Yeah, Mark Andre Burial, yeah. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm really searching for, a, for a reason to bet my boy Petrovsky here at some plus money, but I have a feeling that this just might be a bad matchup for him, man. Um, that fight against Meerkat, man, on the feet was just it was not a good sight at times, man. I, I know Meerkat was has boxed a couple dudes up, but we're shocked every time he does it because his striking just isn't good. And, man, Petrovsky gets in those uh, just, you know, chunks of, of fight time where he's wanting to stand and trade. I mean, Pereira doesn't throw a lot, but man, he, he's more technical than Petrovsky. Uh, he's got kicks. Um, probably gonna leg kick Petrovsky a lot. The Petrovsky body language when this gets later in the fight just is never good. Like he, he might win these third rounds, but man, he just, he doesn't. There's just a lot of things that it, it's scaring me off Petrovsky here. Um, I do want to bet him. Uh, I might still end up betting him just because he's, he's my boy. Um, I just think this, this might be a bad matchup for him, man. Um, not, not trying to lay minus 200 on Pereira. Uh, it's at the point with that guy to where, I mean, you, you just, you don't know, man. He, he's going to split decisions with fucking the ghost, the, the pontoon ghost and shit. Like you just, you, you never know decisions with, with, uh, feel how who everybody knocks out now. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going 15 with that guy, 15 with Nico Price. Like just, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself into betting Petrovsky here at, at a, as a two to one dog. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be close though, man. Um, uh, maybe maybe a split here might be a, a way to look at it. Um, so I think we're going to have just some close toss up rounds, man. So. Yeah, picks definitely Petrovsky. We'll probably talk myself into a small bet on him as a two to one dog against a guy that's just in close fights nowadays. He, the dude changed. He flipped a switch at a certain point. 
He went from being wild man. Craziest dude you've ever seen to. Won a, won a couple UFC fights and somebody got in his ear like, oh, you could be like the champ or something, dude, if you would just fight smart. But guess what? That's just when you change your style, you're just some dudes aren't the same. This is one yeah. of them. Diego changed him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The DQ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Petro- Petrovsky, uh, pick for sure. Probably, probably a small bet on, on Petrovsky as a, a two to one dog. And, uh, since I have him now, I'll probably look around to, to take some sort of split decision prop because I just think it, it's going to be close. Pereira's probably going to get a scorecard. That's, that's not a bad call. Um, I think, yeah, it could be either, either guy that's getting a, a scorecard if they are going to decision. And I do think that it probably goes to decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think probably Dang. the bet that I like the most in this one is the over one and a half, like minus 200. Yeah, uh, two and a half is plus money. Fuck. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm looking at either over one and a half, throw it in a parlay or just take the over two and a half straight. Um, well, Trotsky, I know that he's got the third round wins, but my eyes aren't lying to me when I see him <laughs> fucking gas dead yeah. to shit every yep. time in the second round of a fight. So uh, that one's tough to to pull the trigger on the two and a half there, but definitely do like the uh, the one and a half. Bavada, I'm gonna. I'm I'm pretty much gonna go ahead and do the over one and a half uh chick fight over one and a half Petrowski and you're getting like nice plus money on that. That's one bet I'm doing it. There you go. All these legal books and I gotta use shitty ass Bovada to get over <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> uh Bantamweight Division, Jonathan Martinez, Adrian Yanez. Should could be a fun little striking match. Yeah, yeah, this is a this is a pretty interesting fight. Uh, maybe maybe some implications for like some some rankings and shit here. Um, Jonathan Martinez has has been on a a pretty decent run, man. Um, beat beat Saeed last time out. Got the the Cubs Swanson when I know Cubs a little older, but Cubs a tough out. Most fights still. I think he's got a couple of good wins. Um, look, I, I was, I was very high on Yanez. Um, thought he was on, on the path after, after just smoking Tony Kelly, one of my favorite, favorite, uh, fights of, of, uh, of last year. That was, that was nice to, to see, uh, the, old, uh, racist fuck boy to get, get his shit pushed in. Then Rob Font, man, just, just fucked our boy up. And made it look kind of easy. I don't, it's still Rob Vaughn. I know you want to say something. Rob Vaughn, his face started to like blow up a little bit because it always does in fights. He's got like the most brittle cheekbones Mm -hmm. and orbitals that you've ever seen in your life. Uh, But then as soon as he started to land on Giannis. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a little bit of difference here because Mar- Martinez is probably not going to throw as much as John is, but man, Martinez has some sneaky power. And I just think, uh, it's not Rob Font power. Don't, don't get me wrong, but, um, 
it's enough. And I, I just think if this kind of day in scoring, man, Giannis landing four or five jabs and a, and a little body shot is not going to outscore Martinez landing some big hooks and shit. And then, I mean, if Martinez wants to grapple here, he's the better grappler. So just all, all around well-roundedness, I think he's a little bit more well-rounded. But, man, it, it's another, like, really close fight here. Either one of these dudes can win this. They're they're both they're both good. They both ha- have have ways to win this. I, I I think it probably goes probably goes fifteen. If anybody's finishing anybody, I, I think it's Martinez finishing Yanez though. Um this is one. I, I'm probably probably gonna pass, man. This fight's so close. Um just flip a coin. Pick's gonna be Martinez though. I, I just think he's slightly more well rounded and I just think we we kind of overhyped Giannis a little bit. I, me, me too. I, I thought he was, was the truth. And then he te- got tested with a little bit of power and you got to have a chin. Like you can't be down at, uh, what are one, one thirty fivers? Well, yeah, one thirty five. And it is Rob Font, but you can't be getting smoked like that at one thirty five. So yeah, pick's going to be Martinez. Really close fight. Probably pass on a bit. Yeah. I find this one tricky as well. I, I think that pick him. Kinda seems right. Uh, if I have to pick who I think is the better fighter or the better striker in, in the way this fight will happen, I think it's probably Giannis. Uh, and yeah. if somebody does get a finish, I think that'll be Giannis as well. I, I, I don't know. I just saw Jonathan Martinez get absolutely clocked by Davy Grant and yeah. can't get yeah, Davy fucking head. Grant, bro. Come on. <laughs> Giannis fought Davy Grant and he didn't get knocked out, so uh yeah, he, he didn't have that. his fucking he didn't have his good bangers and mash that morning. <laughs> you never know. What and like is. Giannis fought Randy Costa and he took some shit from Randy Costa in the first round, which is yep. you know, that dude throws early. He's I was surprised that even Font did him like that. Like I was I was surprised when that happened. Honestly, I bet Font there. I kind of felt like I got a bit lucky on it. Um, he was getting fucking pieced. He he was. He was getting pieced. So I everyone was definitely way too hyped on Yana's going into the Font fight. Like there's no way Font should have been plus 160 or whatever he was in, in that fight. But now he's dropping down a, a decent amount in competition. Like Jonathan Martinez is solid, but you know, yeah. he's he's not Rob Font. Um, and he's even money. So I, I don't know. It kind of feels like we're overcorrecting a bit. Um, I, I lean towards Yanez as the pick here. I think that there's probably going to be a finish because both these guys seem to have a bit shaky chins. Um, I just think that Giannis usually gets off to decent starts except against Randy Costa, who nobody gets off to a good start against, um, and probably gets Martinez out of there. So Giannis will be the pick. Don't think I can bring myself to bet it for this one. Co-main event. Women's flyweight division. Jennifer Maya, one time she won a round against Valentina Shevchenko because <laughs> Shevchenko chip, tripped and then they laid there the rest of the week. Uh, she's taking on Viviana Rougeau. It is a barn burner. <laughs> We've been clamoring for it, Wes. 
tell me about how much we've been clamoring for it and what will happen. Well, I mean, the over is like minus 500. So, um, we know it sounds like you're saying that is a joke. Um, and I don't have it in front of me at this very second, but it, it's, it's gotta be right. Right. it, it's right. I mean, it's, it's four, four seventy five in some spots, but Mason book is 500. Yeah. Um, look, Maya is just absolutely horrendous. Like she, she fucking sucks. I thought, uh, I thought, uh, Arugel was, was going to be better than, than, than what she is. I, I guess the, the loss to, to Grasso isn't, isn't bad at all in hindsight. She got pretty smoked by Rebus though. I, I bet a, a Rouge on that fight. I know Rebus has looked a little better of recent, but, um, still a Rouge a dog in the spot to fucking Jennifer Maya. Like, I don't know. That, that just seems a, a little, a little off to me. Um, nothing, nothing big here. I just think the wrong fighter's favorite here. Like, think Arugia should be a slight fave uh, against Jennifer Maya and uh Arugia decision is plus I mean you got a plus 225 at DraftKings right now um how to take some of that like Arugia decision plus 225 little money line just wrong fight, fighters favorite here if you like Maya fine take her by decision don't fucking lay juice on Maya she's not Finishing a Rougeau. There's no finishes in this fight. Over's fucking minus 500. Like take, take Maya by decision if you like her in this fight. Um, but yeah, a Rougeau, a little decision, little money line. I feel like the math does not math when you're talking <laughs> about a plus. 130 underdog in a fight that is minus 500 to go to, to decision, go to decision. Yeah. Being plus 225 yeah. to win by decision. Like it's just, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I don't really have an opinion or care much about this fight. Even uh, what, uh... I don't think that Maya is going to be able to get takedowns. I think honestly, if anyone gets takedowns, uh, Arujo mixes them in every once in a while. Um, could win her around here. She's the harder puncher. Um, she's probably a little bit cleaner with her striking. So yeah, we'll, we'll take Arujo by decision. That's, uh, it's not something that we hate. Uh, and then I'm going to play around with the, the same game parlays in the fight. Um, just take like a Rougeau and over two and a half to see if anywhere has a better price than plus two twenty five by decision. And probably I not. I think they will because yeah. the math don't math. They uh I've noticed on that shit too that they uh their hold on those are fucking ridiculous. Like you could almost go and like uh bet the the straights and get it at a better price than you could same game parlay in some of them. Yeah. It's I try wild. to use yeah, they those legal books are fucking crooks, man. They are. Get them <laughs> for what you can on any shit they give you because their hold is just absolutely they're trying watching, to get everywhere else. 
um, the dude uh, that runs Circa that's on Twitter that that interacts with everybody and shit. Like a dude tweeted at him was like, because they opened in Illinois, they're they're online and all that. And uh, dude's like, you're not giving no free bets, no bonuses. Well, you ain't getting my business. And he was like. We want your business that we give you the best odds and the least hold on any bet you'll make at any other legal book. And the dude literally didn't get it. He had no clue what he was talking about. He was like, put a parlay together. Look at what you get, the odds, the payout from us or or any other book. You're going to get paid more from us on your same parlay. And dude's like, well, I don't care. You're not giving me a hundred dollars to bet for free he's like you're there's no saving you buddy there is no saving you man it's it's true and unfortunately that is way too much of the market that's out there right now but it's it's the way it is um there was a, a point earlier where you noted that i wanted to say something and the thing that i want to say is that speaking of taking uh books for everything you can the Pohera Petrovsky fight to go to split or majority decision. Just a fight. You don't have to pick who's going to win. Uh, plus 700. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, DraftKings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the bet. Uh, sure. And even like, again, math, not mathing. Learn how to do math if you want to like bet on sports, uh, any sports. Doesn't have to be MMA. And you want to like do it reasonably well. It it helps to have just basic math because um, individually they're like plus eleven hundred and plus a thousand to win by split decision. Uh, but then either one of them is plus seven hundred. Um, what are we on? Main event. Main. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, we've taken a while, but we've. We've had some stuff to talk about. We've got awesome, awesome tangents tonight. Yeah. Featherweight division, Sadiq Youssef, great breakdowns. I feel like he, uh, definitely watcher of the MMA analysis, listener of the MMA analysis, perhaps. Uh, well, he's training, maybe. I don't know. But the way he does the, the breakdowns on the fights that nobody cares about, the same way we kind of do. He's stealing uh- our shit. Yeah, I, I feel like we're looked at a different way for doing what oh, uh, Yusef is universally loved for doing, you know? Uh, we're, uh, we're those wiki cappers that don't do tape study, but oh, oh, Sadiq is just like the most funniest Hilarious. dude you ever, yeah, come on, <laughs> biting our bit. Um, yeah, good, good fight here. Um, Look, I just think this is a about a good a matchup as Barbosa could hope for at, at this point in his career. Like, there's not going to be many dudes that like they're going to give him young and up and coming dudes. Like he's that guy now. You know, he's kind of the the watermark to see if you can move up to the into that upper echelon. Um, you know, they gave him uh they gave him oh oh Billy Q last time and. Barboza, Barboza does what Barboza does. Now, this is a, a little bit, a little bit different of a test, but I mean, I don't think Barboza's got to worry too much about fighting off takedowns here. Even if he does maybe once or twice, Yusef ain't got, ain't got the takedowns to, to, uh, Yusef ain't 
ain't going to want to play there anyway. Uh, doesn't have the volume that that's going to gonna put a pace on Barboza and tire him out. Like we've seen Barboza get a little bit tired later in fights when guys can put a pace on him and stuff. I, I think this is going to be almost like an older classic kind of kickboxing match to where you're going to see big, heavy strikes, one, two at a time. And who does that probably favor in this, like, an all-time great fucking MMA kickboxer in Edson Barboza? So at this kind of price, at, at you know, dog money on, on Barboza again, there's some plus 145 out there. Uh, I think you got to take him in this spot. I mean, if Yusef catches him with something and gets Barboza out of there, that's shocking, man. At, at this stage, Barboza's been in a lot of fights. He is he is older. Um I don't think that happens. I think Barboza is still the, the all around better technical kickboxer. Um, do we see some body shot shit again? I mean, nah, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, just did it to another younger dude in Billy Q. So yeah, like Barboza, um, didn't look, but what's, what's Barboza by decision? No, it's a five. I know it's a five rounder, but, uh, both two very, like, Yusuf's a durable dude, though. So I think it's going to be a slower fight, too. So little Barboza by decision might not be a bad look, uh, but uh, definitely no, some money on. It can be, uh, is plus 850. Yeah. Uh, DraftKings yeah. plus 800. You can probably get down a, a few bucks there. Yeah, so, not bad. Not bad. That's, that's a solid price. Uh, I too like Edson Barbosa. Uh, Yusuf isn't gonna wrestle him, so he's not gonna tire him out that way. He doesn't have a high volume on the feet, so he's not gonna tire him out that way. It's just gonna be a range kickboxing match. So, not only does Yusuf, like, want to look for the knockout, I think he kinda needs to look. Like, if he doesn't get a knockout here, he is not winning this fight. He does not throw a lot of volume. Um, he hasn't ever, like his contender series fight was one of the, the early contender series seasons. And that was a hell of a fight against Mike Davis. Uh, he's never come close to doing anything like that since then. Um, I think he had a pure kickboxing match with uh, Shaman Marais, who is like the, the fraudiest kickboxing yeah. <laughs> Muay Thai fraud of all time. Um, and I know he like that very much started to tilt in his direction late in the fight, but it was a, a close fight early on. And it was another one where he had to rely on dropping a dude to, to win the fight. Um, yeah, I just, I don't see it with with Yusuf. Uh, I, I think that this is going to be two guys standing in front of each other at kicking range, trading kicks, and one of the guys is probably a top five kicker in MMA history, and the mm. other guy is Sadiq Yusuf, who is <laughs> good and can do some cool shit, but just, like, not not great, so... <clears throat> I like Barbosa. The the chance of a knockout, obviously he can pull one out from pretty much anywhere. Uh, that 
kind of scares me away from the decision, but that's why it's plus 800. Uh, I think I'm just going to stick with the, the money line here. Uh, we're, we're looking at plus 140s, a little bit higher, plus 143 at the old Mason book, 142 DraftKings. That is going to be the second consensus bet of the week. Deuce. That's right. Edson Barbosa getting it done one more time. And I don't know. Speaking of getting it done, we just just got the show done. Yeah. That's it. A little yeah. long, but I ain't been on in a few weeks, man. I had to. have been on. We had to, you know, talk about Grant Dawson getting knocked out in hilarious fashion. Steroids, we had to talk man. a lot about the steroids, obviously, because um, they're we, awesome. We didn't even do a eulogy for Del Bronx or uh, Hell Usman, for that matter. It's too soon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Whatever. What, what the fuck? Even look at is- like the. The fight's getting booked that far ahead. But like Usman and, and Gumshot? When, when's that happening? That's, that's, that's in Abu Dhabi. That's the, they replaced Paulo because he had like elbow infection or something. Yeah. Usman's wow. fighting him at 185 on 10 days notice, bro. <laughs> He's gonna die. Like what is he doing? They're just bringing all these dudes into Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's all Ali's boy. It's Ali's boy. He's gonna get a chunk of money to go over there and show up and probably do appearances and shit. Yeah, and then Dobrunk's like, what the fuck is he doing sparring? Apparently with no headgear. A fucking like even and if he's got headgear on, he's going that fucking hard ten days out from a fight. What the fuck is he doing, bro? What the fuck? He's about that life. You, Still, you can't man. tell him what to do. That's so I can't blame stupid. him for for this. Um, yeah, it it sucks, but I don't know. We'll we'll get it eventually. Hopefully, this means he won't have to go over to yeah the Middle East again. Well, um, I mean, mac and cheese can't most can't of get into can't, any. They can't fight anywhere else. You can't get into the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah, they're all on every terrorist watch list in the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't go nowhere. Uh, yeah. So there's that. MMA, always fun. Um, what do we have coming up? Uh, it's, it's pay-per-view next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's we talked about it. Like, the big one then. Uh, not officially, weekend. but, man, I, I hope Volk knocks us. Stupid asshole out. Yeah, the, the worst. The only bad thing is I, I think Volk would have a, a shot after watching the first one if he had a, like, legit some sort of training camp. He's literally they, taking You know what? If I'm Volk, I'm just, like, firing up the stem cells right now. Yeah. going to do whatever. If you fail a test, UFC is going to avoid it in two months anyway, and mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be the champ. So... Cheat however you can. I'm I'm here for you. I'm cheering for you on this one. Uh, yeah, that will be – that's the week before we're in Vegas. Yeah, that card and then no card because then we're uh, we're you out in the desert. With, with the fury and the hog? The hog, yeah. Hog just needs to quit like smashing glass doors so he don't get like a cut to the face or some shit, you know. 
scaring little old men and shit. That was uh it was a cool promo. Did you see the promo for that fight? Yeah, yeah, actually uh when when like when boxing gets it gets it right and shit. And I know like this isn't this this is boxing. It's still kind of a circus fight, but um when they get it right, man, there's nothing. There's nothing like a build up to a big fucking, especially a heavyweight title fight. There's just nothing yeah. like it. Yeah. And honestly, if you were going to have anybody to try and make it seem like a, an MMA heavyweight champion had a shot in boxing, uh, it would be a dude that looks like Tyson Fury. So yeah. Yeah. That I mean, part down. If you're, if you're going to do this too, uh, I'll say like you got the, the baddest man on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not just you're not pulling some football player, some Greg Hardy or something to go box Tyson Fury. He's yeah. boxing the baddest man on the planet. You know, a dude that maybe doesn't know how to throw the best boxing punch, but he sure as hell knows how to throw a punch. Yeah, and 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 when he when he lands him, he literally has <laughs> the biggest power we've ever seen on a man walking the fucking earth. So it's uh it's gonna be interesting. He's gonna do it. He's gonna knock Tyson Fury out. Uh, <laughs> hey, what what's what's fucked up is that's how bad Robin Black was off that like you're way more on with that one <laughs> than he ever <laughs> will be. You know? That that's that is true. Um LR, honestly, I don't even know what sport uh Dylan Dennis and Logan Paul are supposed to be. Is it like a boxing? Is it MMA? Is it like well, a I mean, wrestling match? I don't know what they're supposed to be doing. I have literally no clue. Logan Logan Paul is just probably going to box Dylan Dennis's face off. It's going to be hilarious. And I usually bet the actual fighters against those dudes. Not this one. Uh, Mike Dylan Perry Dennis is an actual fighter, so... Mike Perry literally fucking starches either Paul brother, Dylan Dennis, probably all on the same night, like straight up. They don't, they're not fighting him. Logan Paul ain't fighting Mike Perry. I don't care how much that dude said. Like he really didn't want to fight Dennis after all that shit with his wife and shit. Um, he ain't fighting Mike Perry. There's no fucking way. Everybody around him is like, no way, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You ain't fighting Mike Perry. Not happening. Yeah. I, I don't follow any of that, but. Sure, I hope it's entertaining. Um, Logan Paul, I watched one uh, one wrestling match that he did. He's actually pretty fucking good at the at the wrestling. Most people I've seen said that he's not horrible at the wrestling. That he yeah. actually he's got a career in it now, pretty much, right? Yeah, there's like this crazy picture of him and another dude. They both like springboarded off the ropes and there's a picture of them like in air about to like the movie poster pose yeah. two superheroes flying at each other it's basically that but in real life it was, it was pretty cool didn't he already like uh, headline some big shit or something or was like i don't have any headline well, but he was on wrestlemania and yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. all that sort of stuff so good for him um no interest in him boxing wrestling doing whatever um <laughs> and dylan dennis hit him with the microphone um 
That's oh, uh, that's some I did, some broke ass Diaz throwing water bottles. Shit. I read there was some shit happening with Hawani and shit today, but I didn't fucking watch it yet. Damn, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing's been actually kind of funny. Like Dennis has just been going at old girl, and they took out like a restraining order on him and shit. Like he's releasing fucking shit. Um. I've I've got a baseball game on the back. We'll we'll wrap this up. I, I think we're we're about <laughs> yeah. done. We'll sign off. I don't have the outro music, which is what what usually prompts me to to wrap shit up. Um, so we appreciate you for listening. We hope you tune in next week for UFC 294. Uh, and uh, this is fun. Plus, uh, we're we're gonna end off the old 